safe drivers save up to 20% with insurance. Get a quote at AAA.com slash insurance. everybody you're listening to the all things dave podcast a podcast dedicated to all the freaks geeks losers goobers podcasters and fellow youtubers i'm your host phantom dark dave did you see the episode who is johnny staggs well i brought him on the episode to tell you who he is what's up johnny hey dave i figured you've dropped my name in several of these podcasts i need to get on here and and so they know who you're dropping the name of. That's right. But you know what? If they've listened to every episode, I feel like they already know so much about you. I know, right? So maybe maybe this is just a little um, exercise of nothing. But, you know, it'll still be fun. It will be fun. You can call it redundancy or you can just call it a damn good time. Because that's what I consider it every time I get to podcast with you. Which brings me to the point. Do you realize it's been just slightly over a year since we did something like this? I didn't realize it was that long, but I, I guess you saw on Twitter today that Randy and I was talking, and it's been four years since I did my first podcast with you. That's right, and then with bringing you on here, I finally have completed my Star Trek circle. Save the best for last. Sorry, mm. Randy. Sorry, Evan. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> if I interview myself later, would I be the last? Well, well, you're, the first episode was Who is Dave, so... Mm. I could always do it again but <laughs> one thing that i need to get just straight out the gate and just out there is that uh, i don't have favorites or anything like that i love if you come on my show it's because i care about you but i knew bringing you on the show was going to be a really good time because out of everybody that i know in my real life you are the only person who collects like i do now we don't collect the exact same thing but we're both passionate about obtaining the things that we like and want and i figured with that being kind of part of who we are we're going to have a lot of fun conversations today about all things movies music tv shows and the things that we like to uh, put in our man or geek caves or nerd caves yeah yeah my nerd cave is overflowing it i needed like an expansion but eh it just is what it is all right. Well, let's kick start off with who is Johnny Staggs, man. Just tell me a little bit about yourself, like who you are in a nutshell. Well, I am a Southern boy, as you can tell from the accent. I can't hide that. Just a overall nerd. Been since I was a kid, the seeds were planted because I come from the era of '80s cartoons, the Transformers, He-Man, Thundercats. You know, which has all that slight sci-fi element to it. And whenever, you know, I got older, I stuck with that, you know, and of course, Star Wars, when I was a kid, you know, it was huge, you know, so, and then I became a big Star Trek fan, which led to like Stargate, Babylon 5, Farscape, and all those other wonderful shows, and there's just so many out there right now, I guess I need to turn in my geek card, because I just can't keep 
caught up with all the new stuff that's coming out. It's everywhere. It's funny because most people say that now that you can binge everything, it's easier to watch. But because we can binge everything, there's so much more on the table. Well, see, what's funny is I used to binge in the 2000s because I would buy the TV on DVD, a full season set before you know streaming when and that's how i used to binge was you know four episodes on a disc get up change the disc there's four more and i would get off work as i live by myself and put on some dark angel or something like that and just you know that's how i got introduced to a lot of shows was tv on dvd and it was fun to binge them all yeah so you'd come home after work and just knock out five episodes on one disc oh easily easily very much easily <laughs> 2004 i went through seven seasons of voyager every season that was available for stargate sg1 at that time i guess that was seven seasons at that point all of babylon 5 all of farscape and i know there's more that i just can't think of off the top of my head but yeah 2004 was a huge huge year of just you know watching a bunch of sci-fi um my brother was um active in the um national guard so he wasn't we we were roommates at the time so he wasn't there so i was just there alone and not much to do but watch tv when i got off work because i would get off work um 10 o'clock at night get home around 11 so not like my friends were up or anything anything to do right and at that point in time we weren't you weren't putting on your headset and gaming you know no no i i didn't even have a ps2 at that time and that's was that was the big console that in the xbox at the time so gotcha all right so you were streaming or you were um binge watching before it was cool and i'm kind of right there with you but you man it's funny when i talk to people about certain things and they kind of like wow man you collect so much and you have this this it's always in the back of my head i'm like that's because you don't know johnny <laughs> you're always my my comparison man Oh no, your VHS collection has has looking so good. When you sent me, I guess it's been two years ago now when you got all those clamshell Disney. Oh yeah. VHS tapes. Oh my gosh, those just brought back the feels. Brought back so many feels just for because I used to collect them. And when I was in high school, because I wasn't, we weren't a Disney family. I wasn't introduced to Disney until I was in high. Yeah, it was high school when I finally got into Disney movies so i would have my star trek and my disney together and i still love both man and that's crazy to think too because you're such a big disney fan now i love disney i mean disney movies disney theme parks i mean i was a day one disney plus subscriber even though i don't take advantage of the subscription like i should but but you have it yeah <laughs> I have it, and I'm part of the Disney Movie Club, so I can get all their exclusives that's not in the stores. So Ooh. that's pretty awesome as well. So let me ask you a question. Do you like older Disney movies that are live action? Uh, some. I know there's a lot I need to watch, but like the original Parent Trap, I love that movie. Um, and... Of course, the original Freaky Friday, and I'm trying to think of more. I watched The Love Bug for the first time two years ago, and I really enjoyed that. I still have not <laughs> to me, it seen it. Looked, it looked like a goofy movie, you know, and it's a goofy premise, but it, it works for some reason. So I can understand why there's all the sequels, which I haven't watched yet, but I can understand why, you know, why that was a popular movie back in the day. And another one, and I guess I'm just like naming off Haley Mills movies except for Love Bug. 
the original that darn cat. Mm, yep. Yeah. Which uh, all three of those big ones have had remakes, you know. Of course. The, I think Christina Ritchie was in, in the, the remake, late, right? She was. Yeah. It's a goofy movie, but I love it. But it's not a goofy movie because that's a different movie. Well, that's true. And it's a good I've movie. I've never seen an extremely I've never seen an extremely goofy movie, the direct uh, yeah. video sequel. I have not. I own either. it. Oh, come on, Johnny. No excuse. I know. I, there's none except for time. <laughs> you know, time is. Uh, time gets away from you sometimes, and I do. I buy all this stuff, and I'm like, I'm going to watch that one day, and then it's been years later, and it's still on the shelf. Like, I still plan on watching that one day. <laughs> well, see, I use it as a reference to it's my retirement plan. There you go. You know, when you got nothing else going on, catch up on everything. And it's cool to have it because you don't know what's going to be streaming or not. And I know you're a big media or physical media collector uh, like myself, just, you know, where I may collect VHS and Laserdisc. You got the DVD, the Blu-ray, and the 4K. Right. And I like physical media because you never know when something's going to not be available to stream anymore. Right. Um, I look back, what was it, a year ago, they announced The Office was going off Netflix and people were freaking out like, oh my gosh, I got to subscribe to Peacock to watch The Office now. I'm like, well, I've got the whole DVD set. I can watch them anytime I want to. So, <laughs> See, and I was on that fence too because I wasn't so sure I wanted to s- subscribe to Paramount+. Plus. You know, I was watching all of my Trek on Netflix and then we got rid of Netflix at the time and then I was watching on Amazon Prime and then it left Prime and then it left Hulu. And I was like, crap, do I take the the Johnny Staggs route and do I just go, you know, I would go to either a movie trading company or vintage stock or half price books and buy the whole set or, you know, do I go ahead and subscribe to it? But because I want to see all the Star Trek possible, I subscribe to it and I don't, um, I'm so happy, I guess is the way to put it, that I chose to do that because it's cheaper than Amazon Prime, and the only thing I was really using Prime for was Star Trek, but I also get the Nickelodeon stuff, so it's pretty darn cool. Yeah, I've enjoyed Paramount Plus, um, you know, since it's become Paramount Plus and got the Star Trek movies on there, yeah. you know, so it really is like a Star Trek streaming service, you know. Pretty much. All the Trek, Trek you want, so. But I just keep thinking, you know, what if, paramount plus you know but all of a sudden just is it profitable for paramount and they decide to shut it down right i still got my blu-ray collection and my dvd collection heck yeah there's nothing wrong with that man just like uh i when it comes to music i don't i don't johnny do you still buy cds is that still a thing all the time all the time all the time okay yeah yeah one of the things i've been doing lately is um and i've taken you there at mckay's Mm. um and their CD section, they've got a bargain bin, which almost every CD is a quarter to 95 cents. Wow. And I have really started, you know, trying to find a bunch of stuff that I used to, or like an artist I have a greatest hits of. And I'm like, man, I'd really like to go back and check out their full, you know, discography and just, you know, started, you know, going there, finding what I can there and um, just, you know, collecting what I can and, um, Has there been any real big surprises for you where you're finding a lot of hits that you really enjoy that necessarily weren't on a greatest hit? Um, yeah, I'm um, trying to think who it is that I was really shocked by. It was like, since I'm, I'm, I'm on the spot, of course, I couldn't think well, of it. Well, I, I know that like, one uh, time we, we spoke, you told me you were going back and collecting like everything Elton John. 
and getting real familiar right. with his work. So, yeah, there was a lot on there. Um, recently, it was Bruce Springsteen. I've got okay. almost all of his stuff. Um, and man, his '70s stuff. You know, I was more familiar with the '80s stuff, but man, his '70s stuff is really good. Mm. Um, so, okay, man, and I'm enjoying that. You're one of those guys too that likes such a big variety of music. I know, I know. I, my main love is always pop. I'm talking about pop music, dancey pop music. As my wife would say, you know, music a 12 year old girl would love, and I'm okay <laughs> with that. You know, I am who I am. Hey, a compliment's but I do like a compliment. A you know. Yeah, you know, I do like a little bit of everything. Um, my brother was excited because last year I bought the black album from Metallica on vinyl. Ooh, yeah. And my brother's a big Metallica fan, and. All my life, I'm like, I don't care for Metallica. I don't care for Metallica. Except for three, and there was three or four songs I really liked. But, you know, the more I got to thinking about it, you know, he blasted that so much. I think nostalgically, I got where I liked those songs. For sure. (laughs) And, I mean, that's a great album, dude. Right. Yeah, he used to blast that and and Justice for All. Oh, yeah. So much, you know. But the ones I liked, yeah, I liked one um, I love Nothing Else Matters, mm-hmm. um, Unforgiven, and then their cover of Turn the Page. Oh, yeah. So their ballad, I love. Sure. But that cover of Turn the Page is just, uh, I hate sometimes saying that a re- uh, cover is better than the original, but that might be one. And I like the Bob Seger version a lot. So It's but just different, Metallica man. Version, and it's more of your cup of tea. Nothing wrong with that. Or sweet tea. Hey, if it's me. Yeah. Hey, I, I would love some sweet tea, but I haven't had it in almost five years. And that's another thing to talk about, too. You've been on a pretty incredible journey, man. Um, yeah, yeah, my weight loss program, it goes up, it goes down. Um, I'm doing something else. So I'm on the downside right now, so that's that's wonderful. Um, and thanks to you, I'm, I'm giving you the credit, I've met a couple of wonderful podcasters who started up a weight loss podcast, and late last year they asked me to be the third host, so... Uh, Kyle and Pat and I, we do Chafing the Dream podcast, and I just have a lot of fun with them. It's just good to have that those people you can rely on that's going to understand where you're coming from. You know, you know the frustration that the scale's not moving even when you're like doing so much. You know, because you know if if you're not if you don't know what it's like, you know, it's you know it's you know most times like ah oh, you know it's okay, but. You know, you and you don't need to hear that. You just want to hear, you know, keep going, you know, or something like sure. that. You know, I I understand. Let me pat you on the back because give you a virtual hug because we've all we've been there together. So yeah, but yeah, I've enjoyed doing that with them, and it's just been a lot of fun. Um, even whenever we text each other, you know, certain things, you know, it's just I I, I appreciate you introducing me to both of them because if it wasn't for you, I probably wouldn't have got to know them like i have funny what podcasting does for people huh (laughs) it really is i mean i i I mean even that one today it's because of you i got to know randy um i already knew evan i don't even know if we told you this or not because you had asked me one day if i wanted to be on dave's pop culture podcast and i was all excited but i'm like i'm not gonna say anything i gotta keep it quiet even though i wanted to tweet about it so bad and then evan the next day had tweeted he didn't tweet you he just tweeted out someone's asked me to be on the on their podcast and i couldn't be more excited and i think i responded like oh my gosh me too and so he 
DM me and he goes, are we talking? Are we both talking about Dave? And I'm like, we are. I said, don't tell him I told you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, has time flown. I know, right? So, And anybody that is new to the show, uh, is new to meeting Johnny and just known me from the a few episodes I've done, we used to do a thing that was called Trek Talk, and I don't use that term anymore because since Googling it, searching out, and since I quit doing it a couple of years ago, it seems a lot of people have picked up on that terminology. And so if we go forward with something, we'll probably change the name as much as it hurts. But it used to just consist of four guys. It was everybody who's been on the show now, Evan, Randy, Johnny, and myself. And we would just – and we'd come at – Star Trek from a different point of view, right? And it was so cool because I was the new guy, and then you had um, people who've been watching it half their life, and the people who've watched it their entire life. And the way that we were able to talk about it just blended so well. It was like four corners of the world coming together, and we used to have some of the just coolest chats about all things Star Trek. And so uh, my dream would to be able to do that again on this podcast sometime in the future. It's just trying to narrow down for people's schedule to, you know, be able to record. But, hey, crazier things have happened. Right, and this pandemic has really just thrown a wrench into so much because the last one we did was right before the pandemic. And as soon as the pandemic hit, my work just went crazy. Like, I was busy all the time because I worked in the, at the time the food stamp office people were losing their jobs they needed food and you know the applications were just coming in so much that you know by the time I even got off work I was just mentally exhausted you know so so that I take responsibility for probably us not getting together that first year of the pandemic maybe a year and a half well, I'll take a little bit of and it and Julie came into my life too and so I was busy <laughs> <laughs> what well, and I've podcasted with you and Julie before, and that was wonderful. Yeah, we uh, we were on the podcast of the, of the World, and we did Planet of the Apes, and that was the first time Julie and I had uh, ever seen that movie. And since then, we have not watched the other films, but we now have them. And so uh, I'm looking forward to doing some more Planet of the Apes watching, and maybe we'll just do like a Planet of the Apes chat sometime. That'd be a lot of fun. Okay. I, I'm going by your Batman review with Ed. Have you watched the Matt Reeves Plan the Apes movie, or you just talk about the originals? I've only seen the very first one ever. Okay, of any of. Okay, of I just want to make sure. Yeah. Oh man. I but just you know, you get to the, just knowing Matt how much Reeves. I love the every movie that I've seen Matt Reeves do, I've loved, and so it just kind of gears me up to go. You know what? I'll check out anything that he's participated in. And this ain't going to be a spoiler, but on his first one, which was Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, he didn't do rides, but his first one was Dawn, the sequel. The first 15 minutes is like a silent movie, Ooh. and it's wonderful. Ooh. I'm telling you, I mean, it is just the, the choreography of it and everything. I mean, you're just in this world without one single line of dialogue. Now, I, I know you're a fan of Matt Reeves. You, you would, how do I explain? You're a fan of horror, but you don't seek out horror movies. But I'm curious, have you seen Cloverfield? Yes, I did see Cloverfield. I didn't get to see it in theaters, but I did get to see it when it came on DVD. What'd you think of it? And I really enjoyed it. I mean, um, I thought it was very well made. The I need to watch it again because I haven't seen it in a few years, but 
for that to be someone's first movie I mean, just yeah. knock it out of the park, you know. Of course, you did have J.J. Abrams helping out a little bit, you know, because he produced it. So that doesn't hurt. But, right. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed enjoyed that um, enjoyed that movie a lot. And the well, I don't know if you could call it a sequel. There's three in the series I right. know, but I don't call them sequels. To me, it's almost like the Twilight Zone. They're anthology movies set in this universe. But um, I did not watch again, the third one. The paradox one, I didn't eh, see that. Yeah, that's why eh, I heard that. Yeah, it, it's not. It was disappointing, um, but when as soon as I took it from being a theatrical release to put it on Netflix, Netflix yeah. I'm like, oh, there must be something wrong here. So the acting is fine. They got some wonderful actors. I don't know why it just didn't work, and it was and they really shoot horn the cloverfield part in it you could tell it wasn't a cloverfield script and they shoehorned that in there and that's what they did for the second one as well except it really worked but it it worked <laughs> oh, it such worked a good really movie. that second one i remember just leaving the theater was like oh my gosh i can never watch roseanne again <laughs> the same way <laughs> john goodman is an amazing actor yes and i I know the movie's a few years old, but I literally, I don't yell much in theaters or gas much like out loud. There's one scene I gas so loud in that movie. <laughs> I need to get Julie to you know watch the- it. I'm not going to say what it is. But, yeah. Um, I, I, I still got to get Christy to watch it. She hadn't watched but she had, she didn't see the first one, but I think she still would like the- Well, see, Julie won't watch the first one because she doesn't do that motion thing very well. Oh, but... Um, again, it's an anthology, so really, yeah, the first one. The, what, what to watch the second one? You don't even really need to right. watch the first. one. And that's one. what I'm thinking. Just let her go ahead and watch that one, and be able to enjoy it because it is a great movie. And we both know that it, like you said, it, it you know, it's this whole other story. Then oh wait, it's a Cloverfield movie after all. You know, right. it, it works really well. But uh, I had a buddy who recently on the show, Josh Vice. I remember, he, I think he liked the Cloverfield Paradox one and he told me to watch it and I didn't and uh, yeah here we are <laughs> I listened to my yeah. friends I, like I say I I didn't hate it because I made it all the way through the movie it's just not as well made as the first I was going to say to be part of that trilogy where those fir- first two movies are so good there's got to be a weak leak somewhere and isn't that weird for trilogies like that it usually happens you know like the first two are just amazing and then the third one's a letdown a lot of the time okay. I'd say what about Return of the Jedi well that's still not as good as Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back it's still a little bit ouch <laughs> my childhood <laughs> I'm, I'm a, no I love it don't get me wrong but if I'm going to rank movies uh, the Star Wars movies as a whole yeah. I put Revenge of the Sith and uh, The Force Awakens above that one okay well I would now even though that would make some people kind of cringe in their seat a little bit but Ed the Undead's already revealed may, that but it's my world. personal choice it is you know, yeah. I, it's my personal choice you know and I love The Force Awakens so many people call it a New Hope um, rip off or repeat I'm right. like it's got ch- you know echoes of it but you know what it brought me back into the Star Wars universe and it made me so excited to be there I felt like it was more of a love letter you know yeah I mean to me like, it wasn't a just read it's not like the hangover part two where they just totally redone the whole movie again <laughs> Oof. Uh, well i'm glad i only watched the first one 
Oh, and well, not that many times. Um, yeah. But you want to know something funny? But I saw that. I saw it four times. I saw The Force Awakens four times in theaters. I did, loved it. Did you really? That's awesome. I I, I'm not surprised with you though. You can, you can, man, you can knock out some movie watching when you have the time. The hardest part's finding the right. time. What is the movie that you've seen in theater the most? Would it be Force Awakens? Are you okay? It, that depends on how you. If you're talking first run, it's a. Three-way tie. If you're talking total, it's five with Jurassic Park. Okay, man. I, I saw it twice in the original run, and then they did a special IMAX 20th anniversary edition I saw, and then they brought it back in 90 or oh, 19 or no, 2018 for a 25th anniversary. And then the first year of the pandemic, my local theater, of course, there was no new movies out there. They were playing classic movies, and they played Jurassic Park one week, and I was like, I've got to go see it again. Yeah. Anytime I have a chance to see Jurassic Park in theaters, I want to take advantage of it. So I have never seen the original Jurassic Park in theater, but I did catch The Lost World and then the third one. Okay. Park I've seen all five of them in theaters. So. Really? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I. This is funny. I did see the fifth one. I still have never saw the fourth one. I know that's weird. Oh. I, I don't like. I don't love the series so much that I felt like I had to watch it in order, but I know a lot of people bashed the fifth one, and I thought it was fine, because I think that the Jurassic Park series in a whole is fine. Right. Well, you can't beat the first one. I do think Jurassic World was a great reintroduction to this universe. I really do. Um, Are you and, excited and you about the call, new one? I am excited about the new one. I I, I think I, I got teary-eyed watching the trailer. Yeah. Well, I was on. I was on the. I got on my phone and texted my sister-in-law. I'm like, "Have you seen the Jurassic, <laughs> the new Jurassic World trailer?" And she goes seven times already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, I I know when I watched the trailer, I got excited because we see old characters again. But I think one thing that irritated me was when I saw, what was it called, Fallen Kingdom? Right, that was the fifth one. Yes. I saw it because I wanted to see Jeff Goldblum, and he's, like, barely in it. That upset me. I mean, yeah, just a glorified cameo, which was given... It shouldn't have even been given away in the trailer. Yeah, well, you and I have had talks about trailers these days. Cough, cough, Pet Cemetery remake, cough, cough. (laughs) I didn't mind the remake. No, but the trailer gave away, like, the big thing in the movie that shouldn't have been done. Oh, yeah, it did. Oh, no, that, that shouldn't have happened at all, but... I know a lot of people didn't like the remake. I enjoyed it. I like that they kept the story but took a few liberties so sure. people who knew the story very well, you know, had a, had a, some shocking moments. You know, they weren't just, you well, know, and it wasn't – yeah. Yeah, that's true. But, <laughs> oh, that ending. That ending was – um. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that yeah. was a bleak ending. And that movie's just – ah. Yeah, I mean, it's it, – there are some movies, and I've said this before, back to something you were saying earlier about musical remakes with, uh, or not musicals, but music remakes, where when some movies are remade, there are some remakes that I actually just are like my preferred versions of there. And I really like the original Pet Cemetery. I've never seen Pet Cemetery Part 2 with Edward Furlong. Have you seen that? It is bonkers. Is it really? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, a horror movie that's... that Johnny Staggs has seen that I've never seen. This is like... The... Clancy, Clancy Brown is in it, and he is just... I love Clancy Brown. Over the top, fantastic. 
You should watch it just for him. Okay. Well, I will. Anything you can guide me on, I'm going to uh, take your word on it and give it a shot. Man, I almost bought it once when it was on I, sale on Vudu, and I hesitated. And then, you know, a week later, it's not on sale no more, and I'm like, dang it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it just, just go in knowing that it's not going to be as good as the original. Sure. And you'll have a fun time. Yeah. It's, it's, well, that's just it. It's hey, fun. man. It's fun. <laughs> I've already told the world I'm a sequel guy. I, I watch pretty bonkers horror movies as it is. I was telling my coworker today about um, you and your love of um, um, oh, what Plus is it. that one called? The Tubi, Tubi TV. Oh yeah. Is it Tubi? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. She's a big horror person as well. Oh, cool. Well, make sure she knows if she watches Tubi that there's more horror on there than what is listed. You just have to search it out. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, I was actually just watching Tubi yesterday because I haven't had a chance today, you know. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Um, Neil Neil's a big fan too, man. I think he and I text back and forth over who can watch kind of the most bizarre, craziest things. And because sometimes he gets to work from home, he gets to win that conversation. But I've stumped him a couple of times. Okay. Yeah. Um. I, we have it on the Roku. We hadn't, I ain't got to check it out much lately because we just don't watch much unless it's we watch a lot of youtube stuff just because yeah. it's quick you know it's like something to watch tired, while you're eating dinner yeah exactly or if you know if you come home tired you can watch a 15 minute youtube video and not be invested if you you know as much as if you watch a movie or a, you know a tv show especially one that like these days everything you can't miss an episode anymore to oh, you know spoiler. know the story yeah yeah so so yeah, we watch a lot of that. We love watching. You just talk about music, like um, top ten best oh, one hit wonders man. of the eighties and stuff like that. Oh man, like the Watch Mojo stuff. Yes, oh, we yes. just like Mojo. Uh, my buddy Jose, who I hope to get on this podcast one day. Shout out to him. He's the one that introduced me to Watch Mojo, and he told me this was you know a handful of years ago. He's like, oh, I watched this crazy Watch Mojo video last night of top ten best like creatures and horror movies or something and i'm like what is this that you're talking about and then i you know i searched it out and it was really i remember talking to you and you actually introduced me to voodoo and that was like man that concept of buying movies digitally scared the crap out of me because i'm like what if it goes away what if you know but man once you like got me past the threshold of just Look at the prices of these. You can upload your physical into a digital. All the man, I visit you one time, saw your library, and then I've been buying movies on Voodoo ever since. Oh, it's wonderful. I mean, and they have so many sales. Huh. I mean, just they actually had classic Disney movies three, four weeks ago for five dollars each. They're not like you know the Cinderellas or the Snow White, but I was able to get the Black Cauldron. Yep, which has always been seventeen ninety nine. I got, um, I think it was Oliver and Company, and the great, uh, not the Great Mouse Detective, but uh, the Fox and the Hound. Wow. I mean, yeah. That's their way of trying to be competitive with Disney Plus, you know? Right, but, I mean, Disney's got to tell them what to set the price at. And right. Ever since True. Disney bought Fox, their voodoo output on sales have, I, I don't know if that has anything to do with it, because Fox used to have a lot of sales before Disney. I don't know, but man, their sales have gotten way better because they used to never be on the four ninety nine sales. You might get a Disney owned movie for nine ninety nine every once in a while, but now you can get them for like 
in the seven ninety nine sales. Sometimes you'll they'll be in the monthly six ninety nine sales. So it's just you know, every Tuesday I go on there to see what the new Same. sales are because that's yep. when new sales. Yeah, <laughs> every Tuesday you got it, and then every Friday too to see what the weekend deal is. Uh, they haven't done that the last two weekends. I know it's very disappointing, but one thing. I wonder if it's because that was a winter thing and we're in spring now. <laughs> they can have a spring sale. I'm cool with that. Spring into action. You know? Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, the one thing that I've noticed is a lot of the movies that I love rarely get promoted on the main screen. And so when I'm going on Voodoo, I'm mostly looking for horror and sci-fi of the 1950s, 60s, and 70s in that order, right? And so... Sometimes you'll see, you know, if you look to see the 300 movies that are on sale, you might catch it. But a lot of times I've noticed the ones, like, there's stuff that's not featured there. And so I'll go into the movies, genre, decade, and I'll see a random movie for $4.99. I'm like, I don't even care. Buy it. And uh, I've, right. I've got some pretty great movies that I will one day watch. There's actually something I want to do with you someday if you want to. I want to do a podcast where we I've never seen either one of them. Okay. But you inspired me with the with my, your talk with Evan. I want to do a comparison of Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I'm in. I've I only, would love to do I've all only four seen of them, the original. especially the first two. So, okay. The yeah, 50s I've only I've not 70s, seen any right? of them. So. Yeah. And there's a 90s one and a 2010 one. Yeah, I don't know anything about the 90s one, but the 2010 one it's that's not, the one with just, Daniel Craig, right? Right, just, and Nicole Kidman. Yeah. The 90s one is just called Body Snatchers. Oh. And I think they play up the horror element more from what I understand. Okay. Yeah, I think that sounds awesome. I mean, I, I love setting the audience up, so if that's something that interests people, stay tuned. Um, I also Well, I, it kind of it fits a lot. It fits your classic movies, your sci-fi movies. Mm-hmm. You've shown a lot of love for 70s movies these days. True. It's got the horror element to it. I mean, True. it just seemed like it'd be right up your alley. I, hey, you! All you said was, "Hey, I want to," and I'm like, "I'm in," because <laughs> I love recording. So yes, but um, you know, getting back to who is Johnny Staggs, obviously people are learning a lot about you. But I, I know we've only scratched the surface. More than anybody I know, you're also the biggest Superman fan. I love Superman. I know um, he's my favorite superhero. Um, he, it's just that image of positivity. I love Batman as well. You know that. I love Batman. But I just, you know, I just gravitate toward Superman and that, you know, hope and everything. And I don't like my Superman movies feeling like a Batman movie. So, you know, I wasn't the biggest fan of Man of Steel because it was dark. And that's not Superman. You can have Superman going through a dark phase without the whole movie being dark, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Um look at superman 3 not the best movie in the world but that's when you you know had superman you know evil superman you know it kind of went a little dark but still it kept the optimism the hope and you can't just say your movie has hope in it just because you know oh this s stands for hope on my planet no 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 you've got (laughs) to back it up (laughs) and um i still haven't watched the snyder cut yet and i've told you this in the past i really like the theatrical cut of justice league just because superman looked like he was having fun yeah you know what i'm saying it he had a smile on his face you know it's just like you know i'm here to help you know to save the people you know so i'm gonna do what i can you know just you know just that little bit of lightening up in that character and i know the movie's not great it's flawed and everything but just 
the his inter you know that just showed henry could be my superman with right. just just a little bit of a change and i know that's an unpopular opinion but that's okay it's just i love the, i left the theater with a smile on my face you know after justice league yeah i i mean i like suicide squad right and that's definitely a, an unpopular I, opinion so it's fine <laughs> Yeah, I, I heard you and Ed talking about oh, yeah. that. So. Oh, yeah. And now, yeah. I could be wrong. I, I, I don't know if I really know what your favorite Superman movie is, but I know you really do love Superman Returns. I do. Oh, my gosh. It, that That's one of the ones, If I on the first run, I saw it four times in theaters as well. Twice wow. in IMAX, twice in the regular theater. And I was going to go back and see it again, but then, you know, it you know wasn't playing anymore so know that that's happened to me twice what was the other time um aladdin oh, uh, uh star trek beyond okay yeah oh, star man. trek beyond i went to the theater because that morning it said in nashville this one theater was still playing it i didn't buy tickets because i'm like okay you know it's been out a few months i won't need to buy tickets in advance and pay that fee right, right, right. got up to the window and they canceled it <gasps> no so i could ticket. we we went mm. up there yeah it was me and my wife's cousin went up there to watch it, and yeah, I was I was disappointed. So um, I know, you know, we talked a little bit before the podcast, and I told you we were just going to really just hash this thing out and have a lot of fun uh, with some of the other guys. You know, I had some backup lists and stuff I wanted to dive into, and with your first conversation, I chose not to do that. But in my brain, I was kind of planting the seed for future uh, podcast episodes. So similar to what you said a minute ago about wanting to do the um, – body snatchers and everything I, I've been thinking about this and I would like to invite you to come back I'm not saying bye right now but I'm going to say this that way I can go ahead and get you start thinking I would love to, to challenge you um, to come back and do top 5 favorite Star Trek movies you know I figure oh, there's 13 of love, them it would be really fun right. I, I know we probably know each other's like number one or whatnot, but we don't know the rest and the audience doesn't either. And that would just be a lot of fun. Plus, dude, I just crave to talk Star Trek so much. Oh, I know. And we did the top five Star Trek movie scores. Yes, that was so much fun. On Pop Culture. That was fun. That was fun. Um, yeah. I, oh, no, I would love to do that because I, you know, I love talking and I love lists. I think I've told you that before. I love making lists. Yes. It's just so much fun like when i go to a movie i have it on my uh, notes on my phone and i rank it based on the other movies like okay did i like it more than this where do i rank it in my yearly so and at the end of the year i'm i, I go back and because sometimes some movies you know you might have had a negative reaction and you you know thought about it more like you know i i was a little bit too hard on that i need to rank that higher than what i've got this one at and then sometimes you're like oh my gosh i was really too you know thrilled with that and i've watched it again maybe i you know you know just you know need to put it down a little bit more but i've right. already got my basic outline at the end of the year what my favorite movies are and i will say this in 2021 i don't care how bad the movie was i was back in cinema i loved it i didn't care Everyone talked about how bad the uh, Snake Eyes movie was. I love the theater. Like, oh my gosh, I love that. It was so. I was back in the theater in another world, not thinking about a pandemic. I was excited. And that's another thing. So I really am not caught up on the GI Joe. I, I've seen none of the films. Um, they're B movie films i mean i really and again this is a very unpopular opinion here i really like the first one 
to me it was just a lot of fun it just reminded me of old 90s kind of fun because it was the director of the mummy sure and so it just kind of had that vibe to it the second one was a little bit more serious but you know kept the action more realistic action over you know the goofy action because you know they brought the rock in and everything sure, sure. and then the and i enjoyed snake eyes it i thought henry, cool. like, yeah. henry golden did a great job um I know a lot of people hate it, but I had a I had such a fun time with it. You know, I was upset that it didn't do well. That so there's probably not going to be a follow up. Now, so. jumping back to to uh, Superman real quick, did you ever watch Smallville? Uh all ten seasons. All <laughs> just every episode. Okay, did you like it? Every episode, I loved it, especially on the beginning. Okay, I loved it from beginning to end, but I felt at the last five seasons maybe they shouldn't have called it smallville they should have it should have been a spinoff maybe call it metropolis get clark in the suit i understand their first you know they're you know it's clark you know it's clark Kent in high school no tights no flies fine i get that but whenever he graduated he's in metropolis and he's doing superman things um give him the suit he deserved the suit and yeah. you know don't even call it smallville and that way you're not breaking your own rule just say it's metropolis now because the majority took place in metropolis <laughs> they weren't even in smallville much anymore so i still liked it um i still thought it had some great parts it's probably got my favorite lois lane of all time okay sorry marco i love you and all but yeah i, I really liked um erica durance's lois lane i thought she was fantastic Mm, and you also love the other TV show, what Lois and Clark, right? That's the one with uh, from. The I 90s. did like Lois and. Yeah, I like Lois and Clark, and I I love the old George Reeves show. Oh my gosh, that's just classic. Now we're going back television. Oh my god, it's just so good. That's my favorite Jimmy Olsen right there in the old fifty show. I and loved that. What was Olsen. his name again? George Reeves. George Reeves. Okay, yes. d- didn't they do that movie? Was it the Mole Men or yeah. whatever? Yes, yes. Yeah, um, I'm interested I don't, in that. I guess it was kind of like a... I guess it's like a pilot, but not a pilot. It was just like a regular adventure. And then when they... Because that came out before the show. And oh. then when they did the show, they did uh, they did the backstory. The first episode was like the backstory of everything. So Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I saw um, the season for sale, and it included that movie. And I was just like, man, I'd probably just want to watch the movie. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean it's uh, the show is just it's classic television. It's fun, right? It's just it's just so good. And I had never watched it until about almost twenty years ago when it came out on DVD. It just it's just one thing I never had a chance to watch. Um, so whenever season one came out, I bought it, and man, I just. I, that talk about binging in 2005 yeah I think it was 2005 that came out I binged every season that came out man it was so good especially when it was in black and white it was okay in color but that black and white just really set the mood was that two versions um, of the show or did it start off black and white and then eventually go into color it started off black and white then it went to color mm, got, they had to sell TV sets man I, I know, and I know, and and it was fine, you know, and everything. Oh, I'm with but you. I just Trust me, it you know, better. I like black and white. Oh, I love black and white, mm. man, and black and white, uh, black and white movies on 4K, oh. crystal, steam. Oh, yeah. just. Mm. I know, I know, mm. it looks great. I uh, I have the privilege of oh. seeing that almost every day. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, we we watched um, it's a wonderful life oh. in 4K last Christmas. Oh, ah, mm. oh, just. 
just so good. Why they haven't? I know it's not black and white, but why they haven't done White Christmas in the 4K release yet? Man, those reds would just pop that is off surprising. the screen. Yeah. Huh. That's Looks like they tried like to put that one to top up. three most famous Christmas movies of all time. You think it'd be a big seller? You know, 4K. Right. Do it. Right. And maybe they're trying. To, maybe they're trying to do it because the Blu-ray looks really good. I'm not gonna say anything, but man, if you put that in 4K with those reds, yeah, man, it's four just times the resolution. So oh, oh, just man. just now, perfection. I know you like the classic Superman TV show. Did you ever watch Adam West Batman? I did. I actually own it now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I got mine I on the Voodoo. Blu-ray of, oh, I've got it on Voodoo uh, just for the fact that the Blu-ray set came with the digital code. So oh, Amazon nice. was having a sale on it, and I bought it, and so I, I had the Blu-ray, and then it came with the digital code, so it's on my Voodoo as well. Awesome. Who is uh, – ha- have you watched some of it? I, I, I've – didn't watch i haven't got to binge it again right. it came out you know, but um i've watched episodes i remember watching episodes when i was a kid when the 89 batman came out our fox station was playing it like in the afternoons like as you know because you know there was a new batman out so right. you know get batman on there because it'll help the rating so i remember watching it then and of course i saw the movie oh. when <laughs> i was a kid numerous times i used to come on hbo and so yeah i used to watch it a lot. Uh, I don't even know this answer, so I'm really excited about it. Uh, you know Batman well enough. You used to watch classic TV show. You've probably seen all the Batman movies. Do you have a favorite Batman villain? Ooh, that is a good question. I've never thought about. Um, good. I'm glad to make you think. I, I, okay, I'm going to go with Mr. Freeze, thanks to the 90s animated cartoon. Ooh, Ed the Undead just got chills. Oh man, they just took that. Oh, just wonderful, and they just made him such a compelling villain. You you rooted for the villain. You understood his motives, and oh man, yeah, that '90s Batman show is to me top two best animated shows I've ever watched. Now you know I have to ask, what's the other one? Avatar: The Last Airbender. Ah, yeah, that one was huge. I mean, they just—they're just perfection, and they had so much heart brought into. It. And I'm not saying other shows hadn't and doesn't and everything, because there are lots of great animated shows. But those two just really spoke to me. And I, me watching Avatar was a mistake, but or not a mistake, but, but kind of a happy accident, because um, when the movie came out, my wife's cousin's dad was um, had cancer. And we were doing everything we could to, you know, get them out of the house to keep them entertained and everything, because they were slowly, you know, watching their father pass away. Right, and right. so their mom said, "Well, they, I think they want to go see that last Airbender show or movie." And I thought, "Okay." And I thought, "I never have watched the show, so I bought season one at McKay's." And so I thought, "I just kind of want to get a backstory." By episode three, I couldn't stop watching it. So <laughs> I'm gonna go see it. this movie. I need to hurry up and go buy the season, and you just do it. I yeah. love that. Yeah, and then and then they didn't want to go see the movie. So, <laughs> oh. well, is that for the better? That's very much for the better because I end up going seeing the movie anyway. Mm. Maybe you should have watched it in the other order, huh? Mm, if I watched the movie first, I don't know if I'd ever watch the show. Touche. Yeah, that's unfortunate. And now, speaking of now, who directed that one? M Night Shyamalan, right? The movie M Night Shyamalan. Are you a fan of his by any of his other films? 
I love the Sixth Sense. I saw the Sixth Sense opening night before it was the phenomenon that it became in 1999. Right. And I was part of the reason it was a phenomenon because I could not shut up about that movie. Johnny was promoting. <laughs> I, I did not see that coming. I had to go see it again in theaters a couple of times so I could catch all of the things I missed the first time. Oh, and you were talking, I think it was with Ed, about Donnie Wahlberg being an actor. Yeah. You know he's that guy in the beginning of The Sixth Sense that mm-hmm. kills himself? Oh, yeah. I mean, he... It looks totally nothing like him, but yeah, he's no. scrawny. Yeah, so from scrawny that's what, Whenever you said he was, yeah, when you said he was an actor, I said he, I was thinking to myself he was in the sixth scene. <laughs> yes, I love that. I, I make you talk I, out. I loud. love that. Love the sixth sense. I really enjoyed Unbreakable. Um, I didn't love Unbreakable, but I really enjoyed. it. I saw it opening weekend. I thought, well, it was a little bit more of a slow burn. Yes, definitely. Um, and the twist wasn't quite as a gut punch as you know sure six cents but i did enjoy it i thought the acting was great yes samuel and bruce in a movie together their chemistry oh, is great perfect. yep it really is and then uh signs came out and i enjoyed signs i thought signs was just a fun movie yeah you know uh, and everyone says well why would they come on a planet with water if they're um you know water is their biggest weakness i'm like how hey, did I'm they here. know how do they know water's their biggest weakness if they've never been around water before? That's right. That's yeah. my that's my thing. If they've never been around water, if they don't know what water is, how do they know that's their weakness? You know. I remember seeing and, signs in theater, and I thought it was pretty darn effective. Like the scenes where you're yeah. looking in the, the cornfield or whatnot, and you don't see nothing, then you just see the leg move. You're like, oh, geez. Oh, my God. That's so yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. And Sorry, then Julie. The she doesn't like the signs movie too much oh okay and then the village came out and i hate that movie why because number one i realized within 10 minutes it was modern times i don't know why i'm just like this is not this is a modern movie okay they're in modern times just i I knew it i just knew it and so that that was just in my gut and the other thing that ruined it for me, and I could have forgiven it for this, is that whenever they revealed that the monster was not real, it was the adults scaring people there. They revealed that before the big scare scene in the woods with Dice Bryce, Bryce Howard being chased by the monster who was just Adrian Brody. I knew yeah. it wasn't a monster. I knew it was just Adrian you Brody or someone. You know. No, I mean, it just totally ruined that for me. Because to me, I want to be in the character's shoes when I'm in a horror movie. I want to feel their fear yeah. and everything. And, I, you know, I knew she was scared, but I, I knew there was no reason to be scared. Yeah, so it just kind of, you can imagine how disappointed I was because I wanted to watch a creature feature. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. And so, the next movie he did is actually... The only one I have not seen, that's Lady in the Water. I heard it was terrible, but I never saw it. I didn't. I, I haven't seen it since I saw it in theaters. I left the theater not hating it. I mean, it wasn't the best, but it, I didn't hate it like I did The Village. Okay. I know Bryce Dallas so, Howard's still the main character in it. She she is. Um, hmm. I need to rewatch it because it and may Paul not be as Giamani, good. Paul Giamatti, right? Yeah. 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 And, See, of course, just, M. Not Shalaman. Well, is a big has a big role in it. He too, has a big so. role. Oh, calm down. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Now I just need to be a completionist and watched it. But hey, it's never been ruined for me, so that's cool. 
Well, I haven't year. watched any of his stuff, I don't think, since... Uh, since Last Airbender? Uh, since Last Airbender. And oh. I want to see Split, and I want to see Glass. I just haven't got what? around to watch. You haven't seen I didn't, those? I didn't, no, and I didn't see Split because, I, I don't know, it just... You know, horror is not my number one thing, and right, I'm like, right, well, this fair. looks this looks really creepy. You know, like, I don't know if I want to see this or not. And then they said it's in the universe as um, Unbreakable. I'm like, what? The what? How? Yeah. Why? What's yeah. going on? Here? Yeah, it sucks so, that and I, I've been meaning to watch it, but I haven't. Yeah, it sucks that that was given to you. Um, but after so much time, you're going to know just from the trailers of glass and everything, right. well, but I'll tell yeah, you, glass. uh, you already want to watch split because it's in that universe. But if you were like, Hey Dave, should I watch this movie? Cause you know, I'm 50, 50 on horror. I'll say, dude, if you like James McAvoy, he is such an amazing actor. Just watch it for that statement. That's the him in the trailer split. alone. Creep me out. Yeah. I mean, that, that, uh, was, Julie just, and that I, was an effect. It was an effective trailer. She had never seen those movies, and so just this year, we, I, you know, I had already seen them, but I wanted to show them to her. It's, it's probably been like the joy of my life being able to show people uh, movies, but especially the woman you love. It's, it's awesome. Uh, I'm showing her these movies, just like waiting for the twist to pop up because I know her reaction is <laughs> going to be, you know. And it's just so yeah. cool. And it's to this day, her and I still quote Split. So once you watch it, I'll have to tell you oh, the okay. quote. But okay, yeah. Um, oh. I, did you, what did you think of The Happening? I have not watched The oh Happening, but goodness. I've got a You've funny story it? about The Happening. Okay, that's right. I've never watched it. Well, I mean... Well, it came out before Last Airbender, but so, there's a reason why I haven't watched <laughs> it. I've got a funny story about I'll it. I'll keep it short and sweet. I like it just fine. A lot of people didn't like it just because of the twist, and I was just like, oh, well, I didn't see that coming. Okay. So, what's your story? Okay, so opening weekend, my friend Mark goes to see it, and I said, I told him I was like, eh, you know that his, you know, I didn't mind Lady in the Water, and I didn't like the Village. I'm like, you know, I'm not really feeling the trailers on this one and everything. He said, well, I'll go watch it, and I'll just let you know what I think and everything. So, I have not didn't know really anything about this movie so before it even came out, and I said, watch it be something like the trees are attacking them or something, and so <laughs> he calls me really? after he sees it, like he's like. You are not going to believe what happened. <laughs> oh, you're like, yeah, it's like the day of the Triffids all over again. <laughs> so, yeah, that just that was funny. He's like, you you almost nailed that one. And I don't know. I was just being facetious, you sure, know, just of course thinking the weirdest thing that could happen, you know, in this movie. That is kind of specific, and, though. That, that's a good job. Yeah. So, OK, I don't know. It well, just, with any time with the M Night movie, you want to try to figure out what the twist is. You oh, know, sure. Like, I mean, There's gone. that's kind of what he's known for now. And that that may be the problem with his movies. He for thinks sure. he has to have that. Well, and you don't. Well, now hold on, because he did step away from that and do Last Airbender, and that was his weakest link. So now he's back to the twist ending movies, and they're better. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, but if you're good at yeah, something, he, stick yeah. to it, right? I guess, I guess. But, I will you know. tell you, he's since then made at least three movies. He did The Visit. He did, um, oh, you already know about Glass, obviously. Um, but then he also did Old. And right. I will tell you that The Visit, I watched it just because it's a horror movie. But yeah. when the twist happens, I thought about it. And I felt stupid that I didn't catch it. So it, it was a legit oh, okay. good vibe. You know what I mean? And I thought it was yeah. like, hey, he's back. 
you know? It was a good movie. Right. I enjoyed it. And so yeah. old, yeah. I remember I loved everything except the end, of course, right? Like, it either works or it doesn't. And I won't reveal the twist on that one, but I'll tell you that I was just kind of bummed more than anything. Oh, I got you. That's all it is. But I'd be interested to hear your take if you ever check it out. I mean, obviously, you're going to buy it sometime. Just got to get the right price. Yeah. Um, and there's an actress. I didn't know she was in this because the preview came out before last night, or the movie came out before last night in Soho. Yeah. And then I saw last night in Soho, and the yeah. main actress in that Split, is yeah. phenomenal. Okay. Um, and she's in uh, she's in old. So I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, oh, for the last night in Soho. No, uh, for old, it's that she's an oh. old. I, I want to go back and watch that. Okay, because I know somebody from she, last night in Soho is also in Split. Uh, the the blonde. Anna Taylor. Yes. Anna yeah. Joy. She. She. I yeah. think she got. Yeah. Well, see, her first, I think, real big movie was The Witch. That you one. You mean kind the of, Witch? The uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when you look at the cover. You're like, what? <laughs> I'm glad you knew that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. Yeah, again, I mean, it's oh, I, and I've in the past I've done so many podcasts with you, and some of the the funnest conversations we have is just like we're doing right now. It's just like you talk about something, and it leads to another thing, but everything stays movie centric. And the pod, you know, next thing we know, it's like a three hour podcast. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh, all those times that we would record with. Randy and Evan, we'd record for like an hour and a half and then get off the recording and still be on the on the Skype together for three hours. <laughs> yep. Like I know there was one time, it was like 3, 4 o'clock in the morning when I went to bed. Yeah, my uh, monster had long worn off. I was struggling. Yeah, but... Oh, man. So, just so much fun. It is a lot of fun. Uh, I'd say let's dive into one more topic here. So, I don't know, what, what do people, what else they need to know about you? You're a big Superman fan, you're a big Star Trek fan, you're a big kid of the 80s. What else? Um, My favorite game franchise is generic Mario. I just love Mario. Do you know I've still <laughs> to this day never beat the original Mario game and I still try? I That may be the only one I have beaten without cheating. Oh, well, I cheat on that one. I still can't win, dude. Oh, I mean, I haven't beat it lately. I mean, because, but I beat it back in the day when we had, when it was just on the Nintendo. Um, right. Because that's all that, that's, when we got a Nintendo, we only had Mario, Super Mario Brothers. So, you know, we played and played and played and played that thing. And, but yeah, I remember finally, finally beating it because, you know, when you're out Bowser and he's throwing all those hammers at you. You just have to time it just right to go over, or sure. under, jump up or down. So it was always nail yeah. biting. <laughs> now I, yeah, I did beat Super Mario World, but a buddy of mine at the time, he had the guide that showed you all the secrets. So I, I did cheat on that. One. Oh man, that takes me back. Just you talking about looking at a Game Informer or something. It was like the Super Mario World, like every world every secret every i mean it was oh, the wow. book was just super mario world so um i watched ed the undead beat that game before like i have oh, have you I, you know i revealed this back in the day like i've never even played super nintendo before in my life oh i remember that because you were a sega guy i was a sega guy sega and i, I love sega games you know but uh i still so my favorite oh gosh this is hard 
I was gonna say, and no, okay, I'm stuck in a rock in a hard place, Johnny, because I was gonna say my favorite Nintendo console of all time was the Wii U. I know it got a lot of bash, but I love the fact that it had the digital store so I can buy the old games for really cheap. But I love the fact that, you know, I could turn the TV off and still play the gamepad here. But, dude, honest to truth, Mario Kart 8 is like my favorite game, dude. I love that game so much. Oh, Mario Kart 8 is so good. I love my Wii U. I wanted more from it. Yes. I mean, I was like you. I bought so many Nintendo and Super Nintendo games um, and played it on there. Um, You're so cheap. The morning, the morning that they said that they had Donkey Kong Country, I was late for work because I was getting on my <laughs> Wii U. I said, I'm not even going to wait to have to work. I'm buying them now. Yeah. I said, I almost called out of work just so I could play Donkey Kong Country on oh, it. Oh, so. man. That's awesome. Well, I know. See, the reason I was struggling is because I, I do also love my Nintendo 64 uh, because, I mean, obviously there's nostalgia involved, but my daughter and I love to play Nintendo 64 together, so that has to kind of take precedence over. But Julie and I play the Wii U, so actively I play both these systems. But man, oh, man, something about Mario Kart 8 is just so addicting for me. Yes, it is. Um, if you have time for a funny story, um, I got married to Christy in April of 2008. And we were talking, and I told her, I said, you know, I had the Wii, the original Wii. I said, you know, I have the Wii here. I don't buy a lot of new games. I said, but Mario games, especially Mario Kart, when they come out, I'm going to pay full price for it because they do not go down in price unless right. you find you know, a used copy that someone don't know what they have, you know. So I'm like, they don't go down in price, so I'm going to buy, you know, I buy them. Well, the next month, Mario Kart for the Wii came out. And for some reason, it came out on a Sunday. And so oh, the weird. GameStop, that, I know, the games, I went that Sunday to the GameStop. I had it pre-ordered at, and I got it. We got home, and it was kind of late that night. She's like, you're not going to play it now, are you? I said, no. I just want to, you know, make sure that it works and, you know, because it came with the steering wheel. And, right. And I just want to figure it out and everything. And so she had never played a Mario Kart game before. I was working for Youth Villages, so there was no telling what time I would come home because I worked, um, it was called the Intercept Program, and I had to do home visits, and you go on the time that um, the people have. So if they right. said, oh, I can't meet you till 8 o'clock at night, and it's an hour and a half away, I mean, I'm at eight o'clock at night, leaving at nine and getting home at 1030, you know, so, you know, just a rough, you know, sometimes, right. you know, it, it felt like that. And so that Monday, I couldn't wait to get home and get on, you know, play Mario Kart for the Wii. And so, like I say, Christy had said something like, you know, you know, you know, she couldn't believe I spent $50 on it, blah, 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 and everything. Sure. So I get home, I come in, I said, hey, I'm home. She's like, Shh, I've almost got every one of the tracks un uh, un unlocked. <laughs> She got home and just wanted to check it out and got addicted to it. Man, we had so See what much all the fun. Fuss was about. Yeah, yeah. We, she, she, and she, she is good. Yeah. At Mario Kart, she's better than me, and I don't like oh. saying that because you know, but I will admit it. She's better than me. Now hold on a second because I'm getting a little little thing here. Isn't there a way that you and I could play Wii U online together in Mario is Kart? Is Wii U? Is the Wii U online system still working? I don't know. I've never played online with the Wii U. Yeah, I've mm. only played it a 
few times, and that was before we had good internet, and it wasn't very good. So we should try that sometime. I'm looking to see. Ha- Probably burst my bubble. I have- Switch kind of killed a lot of stuff for the Wii U, but that's okay. I'm yeah, not bashing it. A lot of people love the Switch. I just can't get over the controllers. Uh, I, I, they're, uh, you can get regular controllers. Right, they're okay. They're right. bad. But the, uh, the I Joy just like Cons, the traditional yeah. Wii one, you know, a lot. Yeah. That's okay. Um, you can actually get uh, controllers that look like the old GameCube controllers, and those right. are pretty cool. Yeah. So, awesome. but um, and I do have Mario Kart 8 Deluxe for the Switch, and they just released uh, an I expansion know. pack. For it. I know. My son. I told bought me. it. I bought it. It came out, I think, on my birthday two weeks ago. I bought it. I haven't got to check them out yet. So, but we're gonna have to check them out sometime when we have some. Chrissy and I have some free time. Sounds like something y'all need to do for sure. Yeah, we have, you know, that was, we had so much fun in the early days of our marriage playing Wii, Mario Kart Wii. And then when Mario Kart Wii, or Mario Kart 8 for the Wii U came out, I was there the day it came out. I had to pre-order it at Best Buy. I had to go get it. Man, you got a favorite character? I didn't pre-order, um, Yoshi. Okay. My daughter hates Yoshi. It's her number one hated character. Really? Not putting you oh, down. No. Just, yeah. I don't know. Something about that What's little green guy. I actually always use Shy Guy. That's my go-to. Shy I love Guy? Shy guy. Okay. Yeah. He was I always love... the horror-looking one for me, you know, because he wears the yeah. mask. And so the fact that, you know, Red Hood and he's got the, hey, it's cool. Plus, my Johnny, favorite. I can't my lie. Favorite is... okay, I like sorry. when he jumps up and yeah. goes, oh. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say one of my favorites is um, Waluigi when someone plays him and they oh. lose, and they, when he crosses the finish line, ah, everybody cheats. Next time I will cheat. I love that. <laughs> I like Waluigi as a character, but it's so funny watching him because he's so tall. Like when he's driving, his knees are so high up. It's hilarious. Right. Oh man. Yeah. Well, Johnny, I'm about to wrap this thing up, man. But uh, clearly, you know, we've kind of broke the ice now. And I know people are going to love you and, and want to hear more um, about stuff that you're into. And we've already kind of planned the seed for two other episodes. But, you know, if people, um, they're listening, like, this guy's really awesome, which obviously they should. Uh, but if they want to find you and see what you're doing into, because you do a lot of uh, tweeting about the stuff that you like, where can they find you? Uh, my tweet handle is right now Zoyberg1977. Um, my original was Zoyberg95, but it got um, deleted not my doing because um something stupid i did i i did some lip sync into some songs so i got copyright infringement violations so it was they were they took it down you did so good sony did it little miss can't be wrong destroyed my um original twitter (laughs) that was that was that was that really was so uh, it was spin doctors little miss can't be wrong that i lip sunk to that yeah so um it's zoyberg 1977 um, on there a lot talking about you know some of my loves and you know Star Trek, um, Disney, um, other sci-fi stuff and music. Uh, man, I was doing a '80s music challenge where you did your fa- some of your favorite songs of the '80s. I was doing pretty good in March, and then last week I missed a day, and then I never did catch back up. So now it's April. So, uh, but I did pretty good on that one. So. But yeah, yeah, I, I love Twitter. I, it's where I met you. Um, I, I I just remember you saying, "Hey, I've I've got this new podcast. You know, I'd be interested. You know, if you want to listen to it, let me know what you think. You know." And I'm like, "Who is Phantom Dark Dave? You know, and everything." 
what you were just so excited about it and everything yeah. and i'm like and i used to at that time um during my lunch breaks walk at in the parking lot at my lunch um at work and so i downloaded the first episode i downloaded was you and randy doing the deep space nine pilot because i'm like how he reacts to this pilot is going to determine if i like him or not <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome i'm glad i passed the and, test well you also had me emotional i don't know if you i don't know if i ever told you or not mm-hmm. about this you and randy was talking about um cisco and you just you what uh, you just made it offhand comment but it just really touched me. You're like, I did not have a dad in my life. Cisco is my dad. I needed Yeah. something to that effect. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, that just, you know, that just said a lot about you and the reason how you can connect yeah. to that show. And I'm glad you were able to that. relate to me through that comment too. Yeah. I mean, it just, you know, just, and you almost said it like a throwaway comment in a way, but, I almost like could read between the lines, you know right. what I'm saying, you know. Um, and so that I that was probably the first thing I seriously remember. Like you know, I you know you introduced Randy, you you know, and everything. But that was the one that just kind of bam, just you know, like okay, this guy has some depth to him, and I, you know, <laughs> he's got me. Awesome. So. I'm happy to have you, man. Such a great friend, and I got to come visit you uh, pre-pandemic, and it was such an awesome time. And Julie and I have talked about as soon as things are, um, I guess, right, uh, we want to come down and stay with you again. But until yeah, we can do that, I want to bring you back on the show. So I'll say let's go awesome. ahead and get to studying. I want to do top five favorite Star Trek movies, and we'll plan the, <laughs> uh, the double invasion talk, all right? All right. And um, also, if you also want to um, – the podcast i think on twitter it's chasing the pod chafing not chasing chafing like your thighs you know when you're a big guy play on words chafe. Uh, yes I, I don't know if it was uh kyle or pad who came up with that or a combination but the first time i heard it i'm like oh my gosh this is the best name for a podcast ever um <laughs> but um yeah i've been on there for three or four times now we have it recorded in a in a month and a half or so but we're, we're i think we're going to record again not next week but the week after um we were just texting about it so um yeah just a lot of fun with them we break down you know our you know what was our cheat of the week you know what you know it, what did we break down and have a good cheat meal with or a cheat snack will with or something and just the struggles her exercise routines you know and everything so and they're just wonderful guys. You know, I would seek them out as well just because they're they're wonderful. And again, thanks to Dave that I even got introduced to them and um, and very thankful for it. And we're thankful for you, man. So you guys, if you like hearing Johnny Stags here, check out the Chafing the Dream podcast. It's on Twitter, and uh, you'll hear more about his personal journey. And uh, maybe he mentions the chicken parmesan. I don't know. Oh, oh, yeah. I made that. I made some chicken parmesan the other night. I thought about you. Well, thanks, man. But I hope I'm you doing make it, it when I come down. Oh, oh, I will. But I made it a little bit different. So you'll have to try it my different way. And it's still just as good. All right, man. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We'll get to planning that next Thank episode you, soon. All right. Sounds good.
It's the greatest story in sports. Guard dropping straight back. Hit as he throws. Has the ball. It is the I'm Doug Russell, and this is Tales from 1265, an insider's look at football's most storied franchise, a franchise that has had its dynasties. This is the first Super Bowl trophy, and uh, it's something Green Bay can keep. We're going to have a, a new trophy each year. And its rebirths. Every major football decision will be made by Ron Wolf. I realize I'm a Green Bay Packer now, and maybe I can prove that I am worth the first-round pick next year, but just got to be patient. But I was really impressed with the coaching staff, with the whole organization, and with the direction the team is going. I think they, they have a total commitment to winning. Tales from 1265 is presented by Nicolay Law, your local award-winning injury lawyers. If you've been injured, get Nicolay, Wisconsin's winning team of lawyers that will get you back in the game. Tales from 1265 is a production of iHeartRadio Podcasts and is available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Music, or wherever you listen to podcasts. 